JFM Sports Wrap. Hey, hey, hello, how are you? Ah, gee, the weekend is over. Man, I'm still recovering from all the sport from the All Black loss. It's a Monday evening, that means we're talking sport till the top of the hour. We're not going to be talking about rugby, thankfully. We're not going to be talking about cricket, disappointingly. But we are going to be talking about uh, soccer, football. It is the PSL Radio Show segment, Jala. We're going to be talking uh, local uh, football. We're going to be catching up with Jeremy Brocky of Supersport United. We'll be talking Lorenzo Gordinho from Kaiser Chiefs. Now, Roger Desar, coach of Ajax Cape Town, Ajax incident. We're going to be playing both Brocky's Supersport United and Gordinho's Kaiser Chiefs in the coming weeks. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I'm not going to say anything about the... Uh, weekend's rugby. I did find out two positive stats for South Africa from the rugby. We won, uh, we lost only one line-out on our own throw. Uh, New Zealand lost two on their own throw. South Africa had fewer turnovers as well, 15 to 17 by New Zealand. So those are the two positives we can take out of it. But seriously, there is uh, not much we can take out of it. That said, I'm going to get straight into your sports news because I want to get straight into what is going to be a busy show and uh, guests I'd really like to speak to. So football news. Bafana Bafana coach Sheikh Mashaba having excused Matoa from uh, international friendly against Ghana at Moses Mabida Stadium tomorrow owing to the family bereavement. Uh, Mulumu and Matoa's younger brother passed away last week. But the uh, Kaiser Chiefs centre-back agreed to play in Bafana Bafana's one-all draw the FIFA World Cup qualifier with Burkina Faso on Saturday. Mashaba has also released Mamalodi Sundowns trio of Tabuho Langerman, Klumpa Kakana and Keegan Dolly from his squad ahead of the club's CAF Champions League final against Zamalek in Attridgeville on Saturday. Further afield, you can look forward to these uh, 2018 FIFA World Cup qualifiers from Europe. They're all kicking off at a quarter to nine. Belarus play Luxembourg, Netherlands host France, Sweden play Bulgaria, Andorra meet Switzerland, Faroe Islands play Portugal, Latvia host Hungary, Bosnia Herzegovina play Cyprus, Estonia meet Greece and Gibraltar welcome Belgium in the pick of tomorrow's qualifying action from Asia, Australia hosts Japan at 11am Central African time. South African rugby uh, lock Luet de Jager has been suspended from possible participation in the Springboks next match against the Barbarians in London on November 5th. De Jager received a one-match ban after being cited for foul play during the 57-15 uh, rugby championship lost to New Zealand in Durban this weekend. The uh, 2015 Rugby Player of the Year was yellow-carded for his illegal no-arms charge into a ruck with eight minutes left in the match. Meanwhile, the Springboks have dropped to fourth in the official World Rugby Rankings following their record defeat to the All Blacks in Durban. The All Blacks increased their lead atop the rankings, with England now second and Australia up to third. Cricket news, India reached 18 without loss at Stumps on day three of the third test in Indore, a lead of 276 runs. India posted 557 for five, declared in their first innings, dismissed New Zealand for 299, but opted against enforcing the follow-on. And I can tell you that uncapped spinners Tabrej Shamsi and Keshav Maharaj have been named in the Proteus squad for the three-test series in Australia at the beginning of next month. That's your sports news. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. SFM South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk about league action now resuming this weekend following the uh, FIFA break and Supersport United are going to be playing Highlands Park at the Lucas Masterpieces Muripe Stadium on Sunday. I thought we'd catch up with a man who scored more goals last season than anybody else in the uh, South African league and cup competitions combined. Jeremy Brocky of Supersport United, uh, thanks for joining us. Hello. How are you? Very well, thank you. How are you? I, I should be asking you as a New Zealander. It would be remiss of me not to talk uh, rugby to a New Zealand guest today. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was uh, a very happy Kiwi today. And I had a couple of South African friends over to watch the game on the weekend. Oh. So uh, I had bragging rights um, for, for, the, for that night, that's for sure. Okay, but did you have biltong as, as part of your snacks while watching the uh, the rugby? 
I did have Biltong, and it was homemade from him, so we we called it even. Okay, I was about to say, you see, there we go. That's the thing. Is you, you might have got the result that you uh, you had, but I know you were having good old South African cuisine, if you could call it that, while you were watching. But listen, congratulations. I know you're a proud New Zealander. You love all your New Zealand sport. Uh, I won't talk about some of the test cricket then. But um, no. <laughs> you, you, you must be looking forward to getting back to the action then after the uh, MTN8 and international break. Yeah, look, um, it's been a bit of a stop study start of the season really with um, playing one league game in the MTN8 and obviously getting knocked out on that um, in the first round and then the FIFA break came and then we had a couple more games and now another FIFA break so I'm uh, looking forward to getting back into it on Sunday and um, it's an important game for us uh, I know we've been unbeaten since the first game of the season but we picked up a lot of draws uh, in that time so it's, it's time to start Clicking three points of a, a game now and uh, we're, we're looking forward and targeting Highlands Park on Sunday yeah, let's just talk about the, the the actual break because many people I think are under the uh, misconception that because there is a break and because you're not playing competitive matches, you're actually having a good time off. That's not the case, is it? No, definitely not the case. Uh, we did get uh, last weekend um, off, but then it was hard at work last week, and then we uh, actually had a friendly game against Vits at Ellis Park on on Friday morning and um, that was that went quite well for us we won that game 2-0 and obviously it's just a friendly but uh, it was nice to, to get that winning feeling back and, and then we uh, stopped the week this week with a double session today and then it will flow on and, and looking forward to, to Sunday yeah, no, I, I want to ask you as well about the Telkom knockout draw. I mean, with you against Ajax Cape Town, uh, it's a side that's shown its ability to win big in-cup competitions, especially over the uh, the last two seasons or so. H- how do you feel about your Telkom knockout draw? Yeah, um, it's, it's not not going to be an easy game. And saying that, none of the games are easy, but uh, it's, it was nice to get a home draw. Um, we can use that to our advantage, but um, everyone, everyone knows that Ajax Cape Town can be a dangerous side on their day, so um, got to got to beat the best to to be the best. So we'll, we'll take whoever comes at us. But it's important that after getting knocked out of the MT8, MT8 early against Sundowns, that uh, we can go on a a cut run in the Telcom and and hopefully keep adding to the trophy cabinet um, that Supersport has. Yeah, I mean, as as the Nedbank Cup champions, do you feel almost an added duty to uh, to perform well in cup competitions now? Yeah, for sure. And, and it's a bit of a trend of the club, really. Um, I think um, every season they they at least pick up some sort of football. And it was nice to win the Nedbank Cup last year. And uh, we know as a squad that we can't just rest on that. And then that's enough for ourselves and for our fans for the next couple of years. We're hungry to, to be and have more success. And, and the Telcom presents another opportunity to win some silverware. And uh, I know myself and the, and the rest of the boys are well and truly up for it, and, and hopefully we can um, lift another trophy. Yeah, I can sense that urge to uh, to win more and more silverware. But I mean, you were you were the player of the tournament uh, last season as, as you went on to win the Nedbank Cup. But you know, speaking of winning the Nedbank Cup, that actually got you guys a place in the CAF Confederation Cup next year. Uh, having experienced the run of Orlando Pirates going to the uh, final of the CAF Confederation Cup last year and, and especially watching Mamelodi Sundowns' run to the Champions League final this year. Are you actually looking forward to your continental campaign next season, next year? Yeah, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, obviously, I can't speak for, speak for everybody, but um, when I did arrive here in South Africa, I, I made it clear that I wanted to, to have a taste of African football and, and now I've got this opportunity. So 
it's another challenge that uh, that I'm looking forward to, to coming up against um, and, and, and traveling to some countries that I wouldn't wouldn't um, probably get to see. In, in other words, so um, I'm looking forward to that competition as well. And, and then um, with how well Sundowns are doing in Africa this year, it has a little bit more incentive for for us as a club to to keep doing well and keep putting South Africa as a, as a country um, on the map in African football. Let's talk about you briefly on a, on a personal note. I mean, you were top scorer, as I mentioned, across all competitions last season. I think it was 18 goals you scored uh, across all. Uh, have you set yourself a, a, a target this season of what you'd like to reach, or do you just approach it game for game and hope that you can produce your best consistently? Uh, one would be nice to start with. <laughs> 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 no, look, um, obviously, as a striker, uh, it, it, it's enjoyable to get off the mark as soon as possible and it's it's been pretty slow obviously I haven't hit the back of the net yet but um, it's not something that I'm worrying about I can look to someone like Harry Kane who started off last Premier League very slow and ended up being the top goal scorer in the Premier League so um, as a striker it's all about um, having the confidence in front of goal I'm not saying that I don't have the confidence in front of goal but um, it's it's all about making sure you can get that first one in the back of the net and then they all start to sort of flow from then on so um, hopefully I can do it against Highland Park on, on Sunday and then um, I have mentioned the 20 goal mark earlier in the season and, and that's still something that I think is reachable um, across across all competitions And um, but first and foremost I want to get that first one out of the way and, and, and then um, look further, further ahead Okay, well, uh, there's, a, there's an opportunity then on Sunday against Highlands Park. I mean, they, they are a side, though, that are top-flight newcomers. I mean, it, does that in itself pose a threat of uh, potential banana peel? Yeah, look, they've um, had some um, pretty different results um, since they've come into the into the league, and, and they've got um, some experienced players from, from around the league um, that have had PFL experience, and obviously the scene is one of them, and... Um, so you've always got to keep an eye out for, for dangerous players like himself. So um, it's, it's not going to be an easy game, but uh, hopefully we can get a good home, home support, home crowd along, and uh, we can pick up three points and, and look forward um, to the latter. Well, Jeremy, you, uh, you're somebody who's uh, covered yourself in glory in the short time that you've been in South Africa. Uh, we congratulate you again as uh, being a victorious New Zealander in South Africa. We're, we're very humble about this, uh, this entire thing. But certainly best of luck as well on, uh, on Sunday against Highlands Park. We wish you a great season ahead. Thank you very much. Pleasure to talk to you. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. SFM South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk Kaiser Chiefs now. A, a sensational victory for Kaiser Chiefs in the Makufe Cup. A goal inside a minute to start uh, in their uh, match against Bloemfontein Celtic. Eventually 4-1 yesterday. And then, of course, uh, Kaiser Chiefs returning to league action where they'll be travelling to their alternate home venue in Durban to host IX Cape Town this coming weekend. We got on the line one of the stars of the uh, Chiefs eleven in uh, the last 18 months or so. Lorenzo Godinho, thanks for joining us. Hello. It's a pleasure. How are you? How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Congratulations oh, on winning the Makufe Cup. Thanks, thanks a lot. It was a good victory for us uh, to keep the momentum and the confidence going for the team. Yeah, I mean, I mean, aside from proving that the squad has depth, what did the uh, what did the victory do for the, uh, the the team? I think the victory just boosted us a little bit more. You know, with the break, we never had any competitive games, and this was a perfect match for us. You know, to just carry on with our momentum and get the whole team involved with the, with the goal that we want to achieve and progress with our league performances. 
You talk about this momentum. I mean, was there a degree of concern in the camp that the the the, the break for the MTN8 final and, of course, the, the, the FIFA break would have d- disrupted you guys in terms of your your streak? Because it was well, three in a row you've gone. Yes, it's, I think it was, you know, because we're in a good space at the moment and you don't want anything to come in and jeopardize that, whether it be a break, whether it be a off-training session. But, you know, everything's been going well and the break did us well. You know, we've got time to just polish on a few things, get back to top fitness again. And we carry on with the momentum and looking forward to this weekend's game. Yeah, this weekend is going to be a, a very key game for you guys as you return to league action. You're sitting on top of the uh, Absa Premiership standings through five games, but you, you're playing in Durban this weekend. And, you know, Chiefs is a side that's both admired and adored throughout South Africa. But how, how great is the difference in support at, at various venues around the country? The, the, the support's immense, if I must say. You know, wherever, whenever we travel to whichever province we go to, the stadiums are always sold. You know, the support has come out. Because they don't see us regularly, so when you're on the road, the stadium's always full, and they show us the love and support. And it's always a pleasure to go out to the provinces and play for them, because you know they're behind you 100%. Now, I mean, as a commentator, I pitch up at Moses Mabida Stadium, and i got to say, it's, it's for me, the, the best stadium in, in South Africa. Uh, from a commentary perspective, from the way it's put, uh, set up, from where I get to sit, and um, the, the view I get, and the, the service I get sort of behind the scenes as well. I mean, as venues go... Moses Mabida Stadium, how, how good is it for you? I enjoy um, playing in Moses Mabida. It's my favorite stadium out of all of them. Um, I love Durban as well, so I like playing there. I just think that it's, it's a nice stadium. It's got a lot of attractions. You know, everybody enjoys the game. The, the supporters get a nice view of the pitch, and, and the pitch is a quality pitch, and I just think it's, it's fun to play on and fun to entertain the crowd as well. Well, I certainly hope you're going to be entertaining the crowds this weekend, but you're, you're up against an Ajax team that's it's a side that's proved their worth against many teams in recent months, but but they are a side that have proven to be relatively inconsistent as well. What do you make of IX Cape Town right now? I definitely think it's going to be a difficult game for us. You know, with IX always put up a good challenge and always want to prove a point. You know, because they have a lot of young players that want to play for big teams, so they're always out looking to prove a point. And if they're going to bring their A game, they have to bring our A plus game you know, in order to get one up on them. And we're ready for the challenge, and we're looking forward to the game. Let's talk about your own game at the moment then, while we're, uh, while we're on that point. You scored against Witt, you scored against Maritzburg. Uh, where are the goals coming from? <laughs> I just think the goals are coming from good team planning and good um, team perspective. You know, we work hard on our set plays and whoever they at the right place at the right time will definitely get the opportunity to score. You know, whoever's up front there and I just, I just happen to be at the right place at the right time and managed to convert the two chances that I did get. Uh, you're downplaying it now, Lorenzo. We like that about you. Humility is a good thing. But no, I mean your positioning has been has been great, and I think it's something that a lot of people have uh, given you credit for 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 the longest time. But I mean, on a more serious note, you, you're a first team regular now, and, and you know, despite a lot of pressure from many players that are waiting for a chance in that defensive position. I mean, are, are you are you happy at the moment with your game, especially from a defensive perspective? Yes, I am. I'm very happy at the moment. You know, although it's pressure from the guys that are alongside me, you know, um, it's good pressure because they're molding me to the player I want to be and they're supporting me. We all support one another, you know, at the club. And I just think that the performances have been well defensively. We haven't conceded in the last three games. So as well as we're on a winning momentum, we're on um, 
you know, not conceding a mission as well. So I think it's good for both ends of the team, you know, going forward and defensively. I mean, you've got a, a coach who is regarded as one of the uh, great defenders ever to come out of South Africa. I mean, Steve Kumpela is, is, is so highly regarded, not only in South Africa, but in Turkey, where he played for a long time, and in Sweden as well, actually. Uh, a brilliant man, a brilliant defender. Are you drawing as much as you can from Steve Kumpela as, a, as much as a, a defender, as, as much as you do from him as a coach? I am, you know, he's given me a lot of pointers and he's helped me out with advice and everything and as well as I'm learning from him, he's, he's also understanding that the game's changing and defenders as a whole are changing within the game of football. It's no longer big for um, strong defenders, now clubs are, are more willing to invest in players that are more technical and I just think he's also understood that there's different types of defenders and um, I think I've learned a lot from him and a lot of experience and he's given me a role that I'm going into and I'm happy at the moment, and I think I'm doing my job. Okay, now I, I know what, one aspect about you is that you're not just a football fan. You, you're, you're, a, you're a very good player. You're a, a, a football fan, no doubt. But you love all sport, and I know you've been watching the cricket with a great deal of interest. Uh, what, what do you think of this Proteus side against the Australians at the moment? Because we're trying to detract from the uh, rugby talk tonight. <laughs> Are we looking at the positives? We have to. <laughs> okay, I, I think they're doing well. You know, I'll follow the cricket when I do get chance to end. I just think it's good for the country, you know, because we don't only want to look at the negatives or the positives, we just want to look at the overall performance, and I think they're doing well. They, they, they're starting to build a strong team, and the team that's going to challenge for the number one ranking very soon again. Oh, I hope uh, I hope that uh, that's, that's true of the uh, South African cricket team. It would be great if they could get a, a series whitewash against Australia in this uh, ODI series before heading over to Australia no. for that test series. Eh? Sure. It will be. It will be very much so. It will be. All good, but uh, Lorenzo, listen. I know, uh, I know you've got a lot to focus on at the moment, and I know it's a, it's a very sad note that your defensive partner's brother passed away last week. I know he's been released to to uh, be back home in, in Venda with his family, Mulungunanda Matoho. But certainly, to to you and the rest of the Chiefs side, we wish you a, a, a successful trip down to Durban. Good luck uh, at your alternate home venue. <laughs> thanks, thanks so much, and I appreciate it. Less than expected rainfall in the past few years means we now have level 2 water restrictions. Together we can save water and spare enough to last. More than 40% of water is used for gardening purposes in Gauteng. Avoid watering your garden between 6 a.m. and 6 p.m. Irrigation systems are not allowed. Only handheld hose pipes and don't fill swimming pools with municipal water. For more info, visit johannesburgwater.co.za. Johannesburg Water, the water and sanitation provider for the city of Joburg. Join me, Johanna Root, for all your live cricket crossings right here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. SFM South Africa's news and information leader. We continue talking football now. And, of course, we've uh, heard the name IX Cape Town mentioned a couple of times already with uh, Jeremy Brocky, Supersport United, going to be taking on IX Cape Town, the Telcom knockout. And, indeed, uh, Kaiser Chiefs, who we've just spoken to, uh, Lorenzo Godinho, they're going to be taking on uh, IX Cape Town this weekend at their alternate home venue in Durban. We've got the IX Cape Town head coach, Roger Desai, on the line. Roger, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Hi, Brian. Always a pleasure to be with you guys. Uh, we've just heard now from Lorenzo Godinho. Now, if I'm not mistaken, you used to play with uh, Lorenzo's father in years gone by. Not to give away your age here. <laughs> that's true, that's true. I played with Manny uh, many, many years ago in my first my first year as a pro. Um, Manny was a, a ruthless, strong centre-back. 
that have nothing away at the back. Was was a great guy to play behind, to be honest. And uh, now and then I bump into him and we chat and uh, we chat about the kids and how well they've done and, and good luck to them. Oh, jeez. So, so it does go deep these relationships. But I mean, in a, on a more serious note, you are taking on you are taking on a chief side that uh, that at the moment is looking uh, not imperious, but certainly looking very, very strong. Three wins on the trot, uh, a Makufa Cup victory behind them, and you know, in this uh, international break as well. Uh, but from a break perspective, uh, what have you been doing to try and bolster the fortunes of IX Cape Town? Well, we, we try to stay pretty active. Um, obviously, some of the players needed a rest. There's a lot of, we were carrying quite a few injuries from the last game. You know, we made two subs uh, to the back line during the match, so we had quite a few hassles uh, to sort out. But we think we've overcome that. Both uh, both those defenders have started training this week and a few others that um, had to be pulled out of the last couple of matches. So give us give us an opportunity to get a few guys to recover from injury. And also to get the other guys up and running. Uh, a lot of the new signings, we gave them a little bit of game time with a few friendlies. And uh, hopefully we, we're ready, yeah. And Chiefs is going to be a tough one in a team that, um, well, just a couple of weeks ago, they were under huge pressure and then they couldn't get a win. And uh, now they come off three wins in a row and, and three clean sheets. So things have really turned around for them and, and we've got to face it. Yeah, you talk about a couple of injuries there. Uh, I know Musa Labusa was out, uh, and, and Rivaldo Kutsia. If I'm not mistaken, it's both uh, birthday week for both those uh, chaps. But I want to talk about Rivaldo Kutsia because he's, you know, this this guy he isn't even 20 yet. He only turns 20 on Sunday, and he seems to be playing for every team every week, whether it's the Olympic Games, whether it's the national team, whether it's Ajax Cape Town. Uh, you know, and I, I hear when youngsters start getting injuries, I start to get worried. Is it a regular injury or is it? Because they're, you know, not fully developed yet physically and starting to pick up injuries because they haven't been properly managed. I mean, you're well aware of that. I, I, yeah, look, it, it is possible, Dwayne. It was a little bit of overuse. I think um, everybody was was demanding a little bit out of him, and and he just wants to play. I mean, the kid <laughs> just wants to play. Doesn't matter at, at what level and where it is. Um, if I invite him for a, a game on the beach this afternoon, he'll probably be there. You know, that's yeah. the type of kid he is. So. You know, it's one of those that, you know, as, as the games come up, he's always available. He always, he never complains and he's ready to play. Um, he's not a huge trainer, to be honest. He's not a guy that, um, is a fantastic trainer who, you know, rips himself through the training sessions. He, he seems to manage himself pretty well as far as that is concerned. But, but I think he broke down due to injury in our last home game. And, um, you know, he did show a little bit of a tear in his hamstring. And, uh, we decided to give him a, a 10 day rest period. Um, Started training on Wednesday, doing a little bit of work in the gym, and, and today he joined you know, the on-field training. So he came through it very well, and, and um, we expect to see him on the field on the weekend. Roger, if I can just ask to clarify something. While I was away, uh, uh, there seemed to be a little bit of noise made about some comments you made regarding, I think it was peanut hearts or something. Was it? Can you just clarify what the situation was? <laughs> we, you, you were talking about, uh, I think, uh, some of this not, not necessarily getting the best out of your, your, your senior players or not all of the squad members or something. What, what was the situation? No, I think it was just a remark I made about uh, our performance in our last derby. I think there was two or three players that folded. And I expected to see a lot more from them. And um, I think it showed, you know, that we need players that are, are good players and, and good character, but we need guys with big hearts, you know, and especially those type of situations. And uh, and I think when you put them in difficult situations, a couple of them come don't come through so well. And uh, and sometimes you've got to confront them and tell them. And um, basically they've got a, another opportunity this weekend to, to put their hands up and show up.
Well, uh, one of your senior players has certainly put his hand up. I know Nathan Porter. You've uh, you've you've had to uh, use Nathan Porter, and he's he's certainly responded. What's it? Three goals so far this season. There's only one player that's got more goals than him this season. But overall, are you are you happy with where the, the squad is? How they're playing? If if not the results? No, I am happy with the way we've played. If we look at our stats in, in the first um, four games of the season last year, and the stats in the first four games this year, um, we've done a lot better. You know. Uh, Obviously not the results, but uh, as far as passes, um, you know, completed, attempts at goal, you know, corner kicks, possession, um, everything has been has been a lot better. The only, the only difference is, you know, goal scored. I think last year um, we had nine goals scored off the four games. This year we've only got three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yet we've created a lot more opportunities and a lot more final third entries and so on. So, you know, you just got to keep doing the right things and hopefully things will turn around. And, and going back to Nathan, I mean, Nathan's been outstanding for us um, you know, 34 year old, he just keeps, you know, getting the work done. He's a, he's a fantastic professional. He doesn't, he doesn't miss a day's training and, uh, you know, and it's paying off finally. You know, and, and, you know, it's great to have, you know, and we talk about, um, peanut hearts. I tell you what, his, his heart is as big as his chest, you know, and, and, and it's great to have him in our side. Now, Roger, I mean, obviously, we, you, you talk about I escaped down the way you guys have, uh, have, have come through in, in recent times. Over the last 18 months or so, you've been to a couple of cup finals. You, you won the MTN8 uh, last season as well. You, you know, you took a, a, a squad that didn't necessarily have big names, and you took them right the way through to the final. And that perhaps builds an expectation. In the Telcom knockout draw, you've been drawn against Supersport United, a side themselves that have uh, got a cup competition in recent times. They won the Nedbank last, uh, last season. Uh, what do you make of that draw? I think any draw is tough, you know, in this, in this PSL season. I think there's no easy games. Um, the fact that you're away to Supersport makes it even tougher. I mean, there are side under Stuart Bax that will be well organized, you know, um, well structured. I think Stuart's had a bit of time to, to get them right. He's had a preseason, which he didn't have last year. And I'm, I'm certain he's got them kicking, you know, there's no doubt about that. And, and the quality of the play that they've got is, is, is phenomenal as well. I mean, we all know that they've got a, a massive financial backing from, from their sponsors and the club owners. So always difficult for us, and we we're more of a, a production line and selling line. So you know we keep on producing and selling, and, and it's a rebuilding for us every time. So always difficult. It's always a bit of an unknown for us. Um, let's see how we do and, and how we get it right, and, and, and take it from there. And this time around, another huge challenge: Super Sport away from home. Very tough, but they can be beaten. We we did beat them last year, and hopefully we can you know we can do it again. I just want to ask you about uh, cup finals. I mean, you, you took Orlando Pirates to the final of the uh, CAF Champions League. We've got another South African team now in the final of the CAF Champions League. Just can you give us an idea of what it actually takes to take a team all the way through to the final and what Sundowns are likely to expect despite the fact that they've met their opponents in the group stages already and beaten them? Yeah, I think it's pretty much what, what we went through. I mean, I've, I've been watching some of the remarks and, and following it closely and... Uh, it's pretty much what, what I went to at Pirates. Um, you know, possibly Sundowns um, a little bit more depth than what than what we had. Uh, possibly a little bit more prepared. I mean, I know Pizzo was very keen on this competition and, and he did a lot of preparation in Africa with pre-season tours into Africa and so on. And I think with us, it was a little bit more of a surprise. Um, they've come in through the back door. And I think they were out and then sort of back in and that maybe you know, giving them a second chance. But we were there with Pirates, and, and I know Pizza played in the top eight final, and, and so did we. Uh, we ended up playing the Telcom final as well, um, you know, and, and playing in the Champions League final. So 
pretty much what we went through, you know, they're going through. And uh, very, very tough act, uh, a lot of juggling, a lot of uh, players needing rest and, and, and a lot of traveling. And funny enough, you know, we also played the Egyptian side in the group stages and then, you know, met them again in the final. So pretty much the same. We we drew them at home in the final and then away in the second leg. And I think we had one one moment of um, of weakness where we conceded at home in the final, in the first leg. And I think that gave the advantage to, to Alali in our case. Um, after going 1-1 at home, to go there and get a win is, is a huge task. So if... if any advice I can give to Sundowns is, is even a normal result at home is, is a lot better than conceding at home in the first game of the final. So they've definitely got the players, they've got the metal, they've got you know, everything behind them, and I think they can do it. Okay, well, Roger, so our words of experience and wisdom. Thank you very much for your time this evening. Best of luck this weekend as well as you uh, resume league action. Thanks very much, Frank. Cheers. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. Just on the point of that Sundowns game, if, uh, if you haven't got your tickets yet and you are interested in going, bear in mind Sundowns have changed the kickoff for it. It was initially uh, set to be an evening game. It's now going to be an afternoon game. So a 3 o'clock kickoff at the Lucas Masterpieces Muripe Stadium in Atridgeville. It's going to be an absolute cracker. And uh, real credit as well, kudos to uh, Sheikh Mashaba for uh, releasing the uh, Sundowns trio of Dolly, Kikana and Langerman ahead of the uh, CAF Champions League final. Hugely important for all of the country, for pride, for a great number of things. And of course, uh, hopefully we will catch up with one of the uh, Sundowns players on Thursday ahead of the final. But that's all we've got time for tonight and Lindy Moneo is up after the uh, news with the talk shop. And more sport uh, on AM Live tomorrow morning with Janet Witten and Brad Brown back in tomorrow 6.30 to 7 for uh, latest edition of uh, Sports Wrap covering uh, all the latest sporting action right here on SAFM. I'll be back on Thursday but from the uh, team tonight, producer Siobhan Chetty and me, Dwayne DeLocca, have a lovely evening. Cheers, it's 7 o'clock.